Hey there, this is Terry Cowley, weekday breakfast presenter on 1FM Shepparton. Thanks for checking out this podcast. It was recorded live as part of The Brecky Show, which you can catch 6 to 9am Monday to Friday. We're going to catch up with the member for Shepparton, Susanna Sheed. She's been making a bit of a splash over the past 24 hours in relation to the causeway chaos, shall we call it, Susanna? Good morning, Terry. And <laughs> I think um, it uh, anyone who's travelling, um, especially during peak hour times, knows what it's like at the moment. People are certainly planning ahead to get where they need to go. And we've heard from council that these are government-funded works that are pretty much locked into a specific time frame, but you are calling for them to make some changes. Look, I think they could be deferred. The, the reason being that we've got McCoy's Bridge on the Murray Valley Highway closed for some time, possibly. Um, the Talamba Bridge closed. The Watts Road Bridge closed. There's just nowhere else to go. And even the... Murchison Bridge has some limitations for heavy transport. So there's issues around, you know, accessibility that are just becoming so paramount. And uh, I think um, it is becoming evident that the loss associated with these works being undertaken now um, is likely to be, dare I say, much greater than perhaps the loss associated with trying to defer the contract. I can't say. I haven't been briefed by council on what the loss might be, but uh, I've certainly been briefed by um, truck operators and uh, bus companies and others in the commercial world who are talking about what the constant delays on every trip back and forwards means to them. Does this underline again the need for the Shepparton Bypass? Well, of course it does, uh, absolutely, and and to sort of be in touch with what's happening in the community at particular times. I mean, we've just had had massive floods go through. We've got very high rivers still, um, still risks of more rain. And um, I just thought it would have been common sense to perhaps put these on the back burner for the moment while we um, while we try and, uh, you know, get to a point where all those other bridges are open. But, of course, the bypass is an issue. But that, um, you know, we all know that that's going to take quite a while to get to the point of... Um, you know, being ready and open. And in the meantime, we've got to deal with what we've got, and that is, you know, dealing with the situation as it presents itself at the time and making the best decision for our community. We'll be speaking to Greater Shepparton Mayor Shane Sarley in the next hour about this. I know that uh, Council is sympathetic, but I don't know if they can change this decision. No, well, I think um, I'd be hoping they'd be looking hard at it. And I know that they're they're copying it too because the the community is just, um, you know, up in arms about it. It's creating such uh, inconvenience, delay and all the things I I just mentioned. So I I would be hoping that they'd be looking very hard at it. And I know that that a number of the councillors have certainly um, indicated that they're also, you know, getting the same sort of calls that I'd be getting to my office, but it's their contract and they really need to have a hard look at what they can do. you know, I was a bit disappointed to see that instead of um, having some talks and delaying, they've just rushed into cutting down trees and digging up the road and um, getting on with it. So, you know, one would hope that uh, this doesn't go on for four months and that there's another way around it. Yeah, literally. Hopefully some of those bridges can open, at least. Well, absolutely. That 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 um, is what we would, you know, anticipate waiting for and then you could get on with it.
Okay, you've also been out on the hustings. There is an election coming up uh, next Saturday. For anyone who doesn't know, of of course, um, pre-polling is open already, isn't it? So you would have been busy. Busy week. Mm. But uh, one of the things that you are pushing for uh, is funding for a new sports stadium, which I think the other or several of the other candidates have committed to. Should they get the opportunity as well? Yes. Look, uh, the sports stadium's been something that's been certainly high on Greater Shepherd and City Council's agenda for some time, and they, of course, manage it and, and have plans for a fantastic new centre. And uh, it just um, it's one of those ones that everyone makes some promises about at election time, but uh, we just haven't got over the line in any way at all yet. So I think um, everyone's on board, but I, I would say that um, if I'm re-elected, I'd probably have the better chance of trying to get the funding we need um, or at least that share of it that needs to come from the state in a, in a state budget because uh, everyone is saying that, uh, that the coalition won't be successful in this election. Not that you know for sure, like anything can happen on election night. So it's been great to see you guy coming to Shepparton and, and making some promises because back in 2014, no one was coming to town or making promises. So having a marginal seat just makes such a difference to... Um, putting a seat under the spotlight and, and actually getting some attention in terms of funding for some of the things we need. And you've met with the Water Minister. <clears throat> Look, that was a fantastic opportunity. Um, David McKenzie and I, who co-chair the Goulburn Murray Irrigation District Water Leadership Forum, were able to have that meeting with her on Monday and we've invited her to actually come to the region, have a look around, fly over the flood-affected areas and take into account what now is the landscape in terms of the future of the Murray-Darling Basin Plan. We've only got 18 months left until that audit of uh, water recovery, and we know that we can't reach it. So there's a lot of discussions going on about the need for more time, more flexibility, and a review of you know, just whether some of the targets are the right ones, given that so much of the water sitting in dams is environmental water that hasn't been used and, and many argue will not be able to be used because it simply won't be able to get through the system without causing ongoing and significant flooding of you know, riverside properties. Is there a danger that uh, these floods might ironically not work in our favour? Look, it's hard to say that that's the case. I, th- I think what it does show is that, uh, one, that every flood is different, but two, that when you look at what's proposed uh, under the plan for water going across the border at South Australia, it's not just, you know, very low-key minor flooding. It's quite significant. And I don't think many people have taken into account what that might mean to communities further down the river. They're just about to see it now because, as we all know, um, there's massive amounts of water heading further down towards the South Australian border with, with river towns, you know, Robinvale, Mildura and others yet to receive what will be very significant flows and with the Lachlan flowing into the Murrumbidgee and the Murrumbidgee flowing into the Murray down that way, you know, the the increased flows will be very significant and it's just such a good time to have a look at what that means and better understand what it might all mean. Okay, so it may be a good thing. Speaking, well, you, you would hope so. Yeah. You would hope so. Yeah. Speaking about floods, you welcomed a Victorian 
government $13 million investment to secure accommodation for flood-affected residents in Shepparton and Maroopna. Tell us about this new Shepparton Housing Task Force. So it's really a government task force, that one, but it's been tasked to work closely with local organisations here in the region to you know, ascertain what might be needed, whether there's a, an emergency village that needs to be established straight away. There's um, well over 100 people at the Nicolhan Quarantine Centre at the moment who are living in residential accommodation there because their homes have been devastated. And we know that a lot of people are staying with family, friends and, and desperately looking for alternate accommodation. And while the numbers are going down and more and more people are finding solutions, we're quite convinced that there will be a core group whose homes you know, have been damaged beyond repair or will take a long time to repair that will need alternate accommodation. So beyond housing, family care, primary care connect, a number of organisations, um, Rumbalara, are all getting together and met with um, both uh, the housing minister and the minister for recovery on Monday, on Tuesday morning to you know, consider what the options will be and what will need to be done over the short term, but also then looking at the medium and long term and what the needs of Shepherd now, because we all know that there was a shortage of housing before the floods and this has really exacerbated the situation. So short-term solutions will be needed, but we don't want to miss the opportunity to look at longer-term ones as well. Okay, Susanna, thank you very much for your time this morning. Have thank a, you, Terry. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. The Shepparton Golf Club is regional golf's hidden gem. Right around your doorstep on the banks of the beautiful Goulburn River. With over a century of proud history, the Shepparton Golf Club features regularly in Australia's top 100 courses and is found in superb condition all year round. With first-class dining, entertainment and on-course accommodation, the Shepparton Golf Club provides its members and guests a prestige golfing, entertainment and dining experience that is rich in culture with a warm, welcoming country vibe. For more information on membership, restaurant and event calendar, visit shepherdandgolf.net.au and view our offering. Or call us anytime on 5821-2717. 1FM Sponsor. It's time to wake up to sleep and get your unique bed match profile exclusively at 40 Winks. The 40 Winks bed match system uses over 1,000 scientific calculations and 18 statistical measurements such as degree of lumbar curve and width of shoulders, waist and hips to create your 40 Winks bed match profile. Our sleep specialists will then help find the right bed for you. Try bed match today. 40 Winks, serious about sleep. Riverside Plaza, Shepparton. Station sponsor. Station sponsors McNamara Real Estate are now servicing the entire Goulburn Valley area. Our proud local family-run business is pleased to offer you a comprehensive service that comes with decades of local real estate experience between our team and is the region's best value agency, offering the area's only all-inclusive capped price commission rates. That's right, capped price commission. So if you're considering selling your home, please contact McNamara Real Estate on 5831 6405. That's 5831 6405. Or visit us at McNamaraRealEstate.com.au. You've been listening to a 1FM podcast.